1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Married to Reality. I'm your co host, John, here with my wife and co host. That song is her new ringtone.
0: It's
2: <laughs> the one
1: and only Teresa. Hello,
2: everyone. How's everyone doing? Woo! What an opening. Thank
1: you. Thank you. A little surprise opening. You didn't see that coming.
2: I did not.
1: Did not see that. It was also
2: the uncensored version. I'm loving it.
1: I know. I had to do my research because I don't know if I'm a prude or what, but when we watched the show and they bleeped out the P word, I didn't know what she was saying. I didn't know what had Wi-Fi. What I, else?
2: Don't know I she, knew it right away. I told you. I
1: don't know if her wheelchair had Wi-Fi. I didn't know if Elijah I think they has they would, Wi-Fi.
2: They would beep out the wheelchair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. But so I had to find the OG, the original. Love and
2: it. It sounds better.
1: What a banger. Love what it. A, what a banger.
2: I'm curious if...
1: No pun intended.
2: Their audience know what it means. Because me growing up in Czech, many times... I knew English songs. I knew the lyrics a little bit, but I didn't fully
1: understand,
2: Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Some poor 13-year-old Russian girl walking around class going, my pussy's got Wi-Fi.
2: Maybe it's like a pussy, like a pussy cat, like a cat. Sure. Right? Sure. Who
1: knows? No, I I don't know. It's a fantastic song, and it's one of many fantastic songs that the (laughs) BFF band has because, of course, I did my research. They have a new hit called Dilphomaniac. And if you don't know what a DILF is, it's a dad I'd like to fuck.
2: Oh, gee. It's the
1: male version of a MILF.
2: Oh, is it from American Pie? Ooh,
1: I don't know. Well, MILF. MILF is, is, sure. Sure, DILF, I don't know where that comes from, but we are starting off this episode and this season on quite an aggressive note, guys, but we're here for it. We're loving it. (laughs) It's that new season smell and... (sighs) I can't get enough. I can't get enough. So far, so great.
2: So far, so awesome. So amazing. Love it. I love all of it so far. New peeps, new blood, new drama.
1: Absolutely. Before we get into it all, and we're going to get into it all, a couple things, a couple housekeeping items, now more important than ever since we've gone through this bit of a rebrand. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can, you should And I'll tell you why you should in a second, but follow us at married to reality pod on Instagram, married to reality pod. Here's why. Aside from the fact that we post some original memes, aside from the fact that we let you know when things are dropping aside from the fact that we go live most Sundays, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Okay. We're going to be doing a giveaway details to come, but those details will come on Instagram.
2: Yes, guys, so don't forget, we're not 90-day blah, 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 who cares? We are to reality, Pod, so please go and follow us, because if you don't follow us, what you're doing with your life.
1: Yes, yes. Am I right? We're going to be doing a giveaway, and we're going to be giving away some merchandise, or as the cool kids call it, merch. Going to be giving away some merch. And if you tuned into our Sunday Night Live on Sunday, you would have seen us. With some of that merch.
2: Yeah. So, please do it. And also, let me mention, it's an OG merch, a.k.a. designed by us.
1: Designed by yours truly. Yours truly. we've gotten some nice feedback on it. Some people on the live, they liked what they saw. Some people are buying the merch already
2: i'm loving it and
1: thank you guys for that we so much woo, love woo, i'm telling you guys we're not going to get rich off this merch by no means but it's going to be so cool to know that you guys are out there rocking it supporting mm-hmm. the pod so that's amazing
2: i'm rocking it
1: you're rocking it i'm rocking it you guys are going to be rocking it very soon and we love that
2: and also let's not forget guys if you do get the merch Share it on IG. Tug us. Oh, yeah. We'll reshare it.
1: Yes, share it. Sharing is caring.
2: Yeah, spread the love.
1: Spread the love. Okay, so that's one way to support the pod and support us is following us on Instagram and copping that merch. Another way is make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, TuneIn. Who knows? So easy to follow. You just look down and smash that follow button.
2: Yeah, guys. Smash is like it's new season (laughs) <laughs> Almost too hot. Almost too hot. <laughs> it's very hot. Very hot. Very, very hot. Hottest.
1: Very exciting. Seems
2: very hot.
1: So hot. Smash it. <laughs> put on a put on a cooking an oven mitt. Maybe an oven mitt. Maybe put on an oven mitt before you smash it because it's so hot. Are you making fun of me? Uh, a little bit. A little inside joke. I think some of our friends heard. But uh, protect yourselves out there.
2: Yeah. Don't. Pull out things from your oven with cleaning gloves. Right. Do the oven mitts.
1: And don't drop the soap.
2: Don't drop the soap and think before you do anything, unlike myself.
1: Yes. Okay. So (laughs) you're following the Instagram. You're following the podcast. You've pressed that plus sign button if you are on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, if you could do that, that's that's all we could ask. That's it. That's the be-all and end-all, and it's the end of my spiel.
2: Yeah. I hope we have some new listeners with the new season. Mm. So, guys, yeah. if you're new, welcome. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hope you like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Leave us a review. Even if you go to the bathroom, you have five minutes to spare. Oh. <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> there you go. It depends how many coffees you had. <laughs> there you go.
1: Speaking <laughs> Please of... Please
2: do so. We love of re- it.
1: reviews and friends, new and old got a review from one of our friends that I would love to share. Love it. This comes to us from Kelly's 2424.
2: Hello, Kelly's 2424, living in the future.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Five stars. Titled, easy, fun, listen.
2: Mm-hmm. Love it.
1: They write, I look forward to this podcast every week. I always get a good laugh. Exclamation point.
2: I love that.
1: Short and sweet, just like our girl Alina. What more can you ask for? <laughs> what more That's can you? One. What more can you ask for? Short and sweet. Thank you
2: so. Thank you so much. I,
1: thank you. Reviews
2: Kelly. make me very happy. I don't know about you, but they always make my day.
1: I know. I'm probably a little too invested in the reviews. Like every day or every other day, I always check. I always say, "Did we get another review?" So when we do, it makes our day most of the time. And this one, Kelly's made our day. And so-
2: Kelly. Either futuristic Kelly or Kelly, who loves (laughs) the European Christmas so much because it's on the December 24th.
1: There you go. There you go. Thank you, because
2: that was very sweet.
1: Or maybe she loves the show 24 with Jack Bauer. Ooh.
2: 24, 24. 24,
1: 24. Okay. (laughs) Enough hypothesizing. Let's talk about things we do know. Before we get into the episode, something I know is that I have a couple, by the ways- and I would love to hit you with them if if you are interested.
2: Hit me. Hit Let me, hit me you. hard.
1: Let me hit you twice. <laughs> Let me hit you twice. Okay. Number one. So we know Tariq and Hazel, they've officially split.
2: You've pl- okay. heard that. You've heard.
1: Mm-hmm. We know. It's about the only thing we know for sure because it gets a little messy. After that, So the news broke, at least to me on social media. That's where I Mm -hmm. first saw when Tariq posted an IG story that basically said, Hazel doesn't live with me anymore. She said she's in another state with people I don't know. She's going back to the Philippines. I know that because she has no choice. No matter what happened, I ask that you viewers and bloggers leave her alone. Okay, so that was the first communication.
2: Yes, that's what I saw.
1: That's what he said. That's what we saw. So, After I saw that, you go, well, I better check out Hazel's Instagram and see what she's got to say. So I went over there and in her bio, it says, a real man won't abuse his women mentally and emotionally. A real man won't run his mouth on social media. The truth will prevail one day. What a great bio. That's in her bio, yeah.
2: My, my personal bio sucks compared to this. That's a
1: heavy bio. It's a heavy bio. And so now I'm like, oh, shit, this is getting ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, abuse allegations, mental, mm-hmm. emotional, not good. Okay, this not is not good. This at is all. not good. So then I pop back to Tariq's Instagram, right? A little back and forth. It's a little tennis match. It's a volley back and forth where long story short, he writes, my lawyers told me Hazel would claim abuse to try to stay in the U.S.
2: Is that his bio?
1: Not as bios as a post. <laughs> Imagine they were just communicating in bios. Oh,
2: I would love that. Like
1: when I was in high school, I would communicate to my love interests via away messages and lyrics of my away messages. And it's like, why can't I just email or text or call? Like,
2: of so what?
1: Uh, whatever John Mayer lyric oh. I felt the need to put in, right? Oh
2: my gosh, look at you. And
1: then you would check her away message and it would just be like, you getting cheesy, ice cream. Little boy. And I'm like, who are you getting ice cream with? Anyway. they're going back and forth, not in their bios, but on social. And he wrote, my lawyer said she would do this. I didn't think she actually would, considering all I've done is provide a wonderful life for her. I didn't lie on you, so don't lie on me. Okay, so this is messy. We're fighting on social media. Mm -hmm. Instead of talking to each other one-on-one, it's getting messy. Hazel alleging abuse, Tariq denying it. Okay.
2: Obviously, yeah.
1: The viewers are divided on this. Some believe her. A lot do not. Here's where it gets interesting. This guy, Larry Carter, okay, L.C., Larry Carter. Who is he? I don't know. He claims he's a friend slash brother to Hazel. Okay. Who set up a GoFundMe for her saying she needs money for a therapist and a lawyer because of all she's been through. Okay. The fundraiser's not doing so hot. Okay, it's got a goal of $10,000. It started a couple days ago. At the time of this recording, they've raised $135 so far.
2: For a therapist?
1: Yeah, I mean, if she was mentally and emotionally yeah. abused, sure, you go and seek some counseling. Well, talk. obviously,
2: I'm not judging. Uh, I'm only going to say this. If there was a GoFundMe to help her go back to the Philippines...
1: She would hit 10000 overnight.
2: <laughs> Listen, I would. that would make sense to me. Um, there's some therapists you can find for free... For people who don't have the funds, sure, right? Sure. So I don't know, ten thousand for a therapist seems a little too much. And forget
1: the therapist, the lawyer aspect speaks to the fact that oh, she's trying to fight this. Oh, that was a
2: lawyer too. It's
1: therapist slash Uh, lawyer. Okay. okay. Which on ninety day fiance, a lot of these lawyers do play therapist. So maybe it's a two for one. But that speaks to her wanting to stay in the U.S. and she wants a lawyer who can fight her battles. So at first I'm like, I don't know about this Larry guy. Who's this Larry guy setting up a GoFundMe? Is he trying to profit off of her just using her name? He's going to keep the money. Well, no, because I went to her Instagram again, again, back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> go back to her. And underneath that long quote, she has a link to the GoFundMe. So she, oh, okay. she supports this. She approves of this. She's driving people there, but it's not paying off for her. Mm-hmm. 135 bucks so far. We'll see. Again, I don't want to take sides, but we do know foreigners that will claim abuse to try to override the divorce and stay in the country. Are
2: you saying we personally know? We do yes, know we one. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do
1: know one who, which we're not going to say whether there was, and it wasn't physical abuse, it was, it
2: was a mental, a, abuse. mental and
1: emotional. And we're not going to say whether that's valid or not, but we do know that was her case.
2: All I'm going to say about this is that The battle has been going on for almost four years and it's unresolved. And it did cost her some money. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what it cost him, but it's definitely no fun and it takes time. So it better be legit if you want to go through something like this because it takes a toll.
1: So let's see. What we do know, kids are involved. We know Tariq has his daughter, Ari, who... Hazel seemed to hit it off with. So mm-hmm. it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs.
2: And let's not forget, Hazel has a child in the Philippines.
1: hmm Yeah, so who knows? Maybe she's trying to stay in the States and then bring her child over. We don't know. It's messy. But that's the update.
2: That sounds messy. Ugh.
1: That's the update. Okay.
2: Well, okay. You are being a little detective.
1: Uh, that's what I do. <laughs> All right. By the way, number two. Okay? Okay. We were obviously just blessed with a brand new season of Before the 90 Days, okay? But tis the season, okay? (laughs) Tis the season to give, and the gift giving doesn't stop with Before the 90 Days. Two more spinoffs coming to town.
2: Wait, what?
1: Two more spinoffs coming to town.
2: How do you know?
1: Because I know things.
2: You sure do. Because
1: I know things. Okay, they are called After the 90 Days, Cold? No, not called. Oh. Cold. The title of the spinoff is After the 90 Days. Uh. Okay. <laughs> sort of a happily ever after, but a truncated <laughs> version, a shorter version, a more focused, pointed version. I said two spinoffs because one is David and Annie after the 90 Days. Okay. The other is Lauren and Alexi after the 90 Days.
2: Interesting.
1: Coming to TLC on January 10th, so mark the calendar, same day Darcy and Stacy Simultaneously. Is coming. So here's what's going to happen. As I've read, this is what I believe. It's going to hit Monday, January 10th. Mm-hmm. I think they're each 30 minutes. So first will be David and Annie from 9 to 9.30. Mm-hmm. And then Lauren and Alexi, 9.30 to 10. And I think it's going to be preceded by Darcy and Stacy at 8. So 8 to 9, 9 to 9.30, 9.30 oh, to 10. Back to back to back. Okay, here's (laughs) here's what's happening for the David and Annie season. It's going to cover them going back to Annie's village in Thailand to bring her 14 year old brother, Jordan and 16 year old cousin, Amber, back to the States.
2: Oh, wow. So they're going on a
1: little bit of a mission to get their family and bring them to the States.
2: Good for them.
1: For Lauren and Alexi, they're preparing to welcome their second child. Mm-hmm. So we'll see that, which means two kids under the age of two in this house. What could go wrong?
2: Interesting. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm very much super excited for Darcy and Stacy. Mm-hmm.
1: But this sounds good too. It's something nice. If you're watching Darcy and Stacy at eight and you get lazy and you haven't finished your drink and you're on the couch, you you roll into you roll into this new, to this new season. You I watch love it. it. You watch it.
2: Is it going to be on TLC or D Plus? TLC. Wow. Come on. Okay. So
1: much content.
2: Okay, TLC. So
1: much content. Ugh. It's We're a lot. gonna.
2: Our life is going to be TV.
1: It already is. It already <laughs> is. Speaking of, shall we talk about the reason we are here?
2: We shall.
1: Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, the season premiere, and what a premiere it was.
2: Season 5, episode 1. Episode 1. What?
1: Number 1 in my heart.
2: It I freaking love it.
1: Was fantastic.
2: It sure was. It was
1: fantastic. We only met half about half I the couples. Think so.
2: I think we still have 3 more to meet.
1: 3 more to meet. We've met that means 4 so far. Yes. They were all great.
2: Oh my god. So much
1: entertainment.
2: I You know what I appreciated most about this season?
1: I know what you're going to say.
2: Uh, that there are all new couples. Mine is Usman, but I'll go with but it. But it's still a new couple. Yeah.
1: Same person or a familiar person. New couple. So
2: all new all couples. All new couples. And I freaking love it. And all these people look very interesting. Oh. I, mean, I think they mm. will deliver. They
1: delivered these, these oh, they first two hours. I,
2: I watched it. I was like... Oh, my gosh.
1: We asked, as we always do on our Sunday Night Live, how do you guys rate this episode? It was fours. It was 4.5s. I think I saw five there. People are was. it. was, it was loving amazing. It. It's reinvigorated me. I'm fired up. This is 90 Day Fiance. We are back. It's mm-hmm. exciting. It's new. It's fresh. So much to talk about. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's start with, I'm going to say let's start with a new couple. They're all new couples. We love All that. new
2: couples. Let's start with
1: Caleb and Alina, okay? Let's do it. So first up, it's the love child of Georgie and Andrew, Caleb. <laughs> it's Caleb, okay?
2: I love that you said it. I wouldn't say Andrew, maybe the hair, but no. definitely it's like Georgie's brother.
1: No, but it's Andrew's personality a little bit. It's a little weird. He's a little off. It's not just the hair. It's the it's the air about him, which is a, it's a little strange.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think Andrew was uh, so mystical.
1: He, oh, maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> but I'm just flashing back to the opening scene of him dressed as
2: yeah, some character. I'm trying to see. There must have been someone very spiritual on the show. It's been a, it's been going on for well, years.
1: Michael believes in aliens, so there's a touch of that. There's Stephen. Well, that's a whole
2: different spiritual. He's,
1: he's got a touch of Stephen. It's just weird. He's got a, t- a, little he's bit just of, weird. a little bit of everything. It's Caleb, and he's an adventurous person who loves to travel. He lived in New Zealand and in Thailand. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what does this guy do for work?
2: So let's just, let's not forget to mention Chandler, oh, Arizona. Okay. That's his home.
1: Okay, yes. And he's 28
2: years old.
1: 28, that's great. Thank you for the facts. Okay, That's why
2: I'm here. <laughs> so do
1: you know what he does for work?
2: I don't know. He sells crystals.
1: No, but that would be, that'd be good. What was here
2: that? He What
1: was that store that Mike and Natalie went to? Oh, Stargazers.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you on a journey or an adventure?
2: Ooh.
1: Caleb's on an adventure. He says he loves adventure.
2: He sure does. I mean, so do I. I don't need crystals for it. No. I just need a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I see what you're doing, Caleb. I see you.
1: So I'm like, this guy's traveling. This guy's doing it big. What does he do for work? Did my stalking. Found out a little bit.
2: You did. Tell me more.
1: He owns his own video production company. What? So that makes sense. That adds up because it gives him this time to travel. Okay. Date internationally.
2: Is it successful?
1: Seemingly Um, before that he worked as a digital marketing specialist, so that was him being employed by someone else. So I don't know where he's getting the money, if it's his own thing or if it's a mixture of both, but I think he's doing okay.
2: That's good. That's, you know, I am always curious about other people's jobs. Like It's like my obsession just to know what people do because there's so many jobs in the world and most of them are unusual, at least to me, right? You
1: think... Cop, doctor, yeah. teacher. You're like, okay, but there's, like also, lawyer, yeah. Yeah, but there's also so many weird, like so many. Jo- Jovi, underwater robotics. Yeah. Like, wait, what?
2: I just recently came across this article about people sharing their salaries from
0: Ooh.
2: regular but a little unusual jobs, right? I like this. So I learned that a person, like a New York City garbage person, makes 120 a oh, year, yeah. oh, which yeah. is what mm-hmm. right and there mm-hmm. was like uh, so many other things i forgot like random things i didn't even know existed and people make decent money yeah and you just don't know that this is a job how yeah. do you even apply like you go to indeed or i don't know linkedin and you just see the classics i mean it depends what you're looking for but yeah. because that's not if it's not in your field you don't even know
1: it's a whole world out so, there
2: so I wish all the 90-dayers told us what they do for a living.
1: It should say. It should say your name, your right. age, your hometown, and what you do for work.
2: Yeah. We only know two people mentioned it. One is unemployed, and the other one is a nurse practitioner. Good for her.
1: Right. One was an engineer, yeah. Gino. Um,
2: but that's it.
1: We all know what they're going to do for work after 90-day. Well. OnlyFans.
2: The OnlyFans <laughs> is a big market for <laughs> but 90-dayers. But we don't know
1: what they do before they take their clothes off. <laughs> so, okay. That is... Caleb, that's what he does. He's also big into meditation. He's into magic and tarot. And it's great. Finally, someone who doesn't need to call Psychic Tracy, Caleb can save a little coin and just do the readings himself.
2: Listen, maybe that's going to be his psychic mm-hmm. after 90 days.
1: Psychic Caleb. Yeah. Psychic Caleb.
2: I mean, I don't want to brag, but I do have a gemstone. You bought it for I got me. it for you. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I'm a little spiritual. A little bit. A little bit. Supposed to give me some good energy.
1: All right. Well, put it on now (laughs) because we need all the help we can get. All right. So we see him reading some tarot cards. He pulls a hermit card. He interprets it as it being time to leave bachelorhood because I guess he's a bit of a player. Mm -hmm. He's a little bit of a player. He crushes a lot and never had a long-term relationship until now when he's got Alina, okay, who he's been with for about a year and a half, but in a big butt, <laughs> and I like big butts. I cannot lie.
2: You sure cannot. They've known each other since he was about fifteen, so about thirteen years.
1: About half their lives, yes. he says.
2: They met online. Yep. And they were just chit-chatting as, you know, as teenagers do. Oh, yeah.
1: In those chat rooms, yeah. alone at home. We've all been in those <laughs> chat rooms. ASL.
2: Oh, you love sharing better about yourself.
1: ASL. Eh, it was a big part of my coming of age.
2: ICQ. Eh, That's uh, what we rocked in Europe. ICU. ICQ. Yeah, no. <laughs> just
1: doing a pun. <laughs> They're fun. Okay. Yeah, they met on social media, became besties, lost touch after a couple years. Fast forward. Caleb's planning a trip to Russia. Play is going to play. He gets on a Russian dating app before he even gets there. And boom, who does he see?
2: Alina.
1: There she is. There she is. But some visa issues came up. He never made it to Russia, but they kept in touch. Beautiful. Now they're pursuing this relationship. They've never met in person, but now is the time.
2: Now is the time to shine. Even though, together.
1: Even though it's COVID times. And because it's COVID times, we've heard this before, they can't meet in Russia.
2: Where do you go if you are from where, Russia and the U.S.? Where do you
1: go? Where's a, a tried and tested and true place to go if you can't go to Russia? You go to the Turkish loophole.
2: Because that's what you do. That's what you do.
1: We've all seen the show. We know how this goes. <laughs> okay. But wait, guys, there's more. Okay. The countries they're from aren't their only difference. There's another big difference difference. There's another little difference, I, sh- I shall say. There is a little difference here. Okay. Because we cut to Russia and we meet Alina. Alina. Here we go. Hit us with the facts. 27,
2: St. Petersburg, Russia.
1: She's getting all done up, makeup, hair. And then we get the reveal. Alina has diastrophic dysplasia, which is a form of dwarfism. She's a little person.
2: She's a little person. She's a little
1: person. It affects her joints, her stature, but Alina is not going to let that hold her back.
2: And I love it. I'm here. Oh,
1: that's the energy. She must have all of the gemstones on because her energy is on point.
2: Yeah, I totally, I totally love this. I, you know, I respect her.
1: Oh, she's inspirational.
2: Oh, for sure. She's
1: inspirational. Not just the fact that you can get a good connection through her pussy. If you want to surf the web, She's just just <laughs> her attitude, the way she takes on life. I mean, very inspirational.
2: Listen, she's a hot spot.
1: Ooh, there it is. There Boom. she is. There is us here. <laughs> so yes, she's a fun, she's an active person, and she even has a band. Of course, we listen to the song and we love the song, the BFF band with her friends Asa and Elijah. Elijah, who she lives with, who she happens to live with. Okay, and this band slaps. Okay, as the kids say, this band slaps. It's easily some of the best music from a 90-dayer that I've ever heard. Oh,
2: for sure. First, I wasn't sure with the opening, but then she hit it. Ooh! And she hit it, Ooh. I'm like, yes, girlfriend, you do have a Wi-Fi.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I feel a strong connection. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. Question for you, since you are the detective of the podcast. Sure. Is that how they make money, like her and Elijah? Ah, Is that her source of income?
1: It's a good question. I don't have that answer. Mm. Don't have that answer. They don't have a huge following, so I doubt that they make a ton of money on that. I mean, I know when I played in a band, you make a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there. You could live on it if you play enough shows. I don't know. I don't know. I think this is going to help her music career.
2: Oh, for sure. Let me say
1: that. I think the entire country has Wi-Fi fever right now.
2: And also... The way she rolls. In her I
1: wheelchair? I can see
2: her. Hmm? In her wheelchair? In her wheelchair and in life. The way she rolls. I can totally see her. <laughs> I can't believe you said it. I can't believe you said it. You're so bad. You said it. The way she rolls. <laughs>
1: stop saying it. Oh no,
2: Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. The way she rolls. Stop interrupting me. Mm-hmm. I can see her like writing an inspirational book or something. I know. Right? Yeah. She's a beautiful girl who a little different but it's not stopping her she
1: really is very attractive
2: unstoppable
1: she really is very attractive.
2: unstoppable or all, all rolling
1: yes yes keep rolling 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 with the punches would be the name
2: oh yeah for autobiography damn it like we already suggested so <laughs> many business opportunities for all these 90 days yeah have we received any thank you cards not a one not a one
1: if you're listening, Ellie, pizza colada <laughs> is a great idea. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep rolling. Can we keep rolling? So
2: yeah, let's keep rolling.
1: We we cut to Alina at her apartment where she's with her roommate, Elijah. And I don't know. I asked it on the live last night. A lot of people seem to agree with me. I think Elijah is gay only because he greeted Alina in the morning by saying, morning, bitch. Yeah. So if any straight guy I know said that to a woman, they'd also be in a wheelchair.
2: Yeah, that would be very You can't just say. No.
1: You can't call a girl bitch. I'm told. This is what I'm told. No,
2: you cannot. So
1: he said morning bitch and he got away with it.
2: If you are a gay person, you do get away with a lot of things. As I have a close friend who does call other girls bitches. He's gay. And it's okay. Yeah, Yeah. he is.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure. My roommate in college. Was gay, is Mm -hmm. gay, still gay. Not roommate anymore. Called me a bitch all the time. So (laughs) get away with it. Um, Okay, so we see Alina going through her daily activities, the challenges she faces, and one challenge in particular is that she's attracted to very tall guys.
2: I mean, Caleb seems to be pretty tall, or I don't know. I can't tell through the TV, but he's
1: an average height person.
2: Yeah, I mean, the average height in America is definitely smaller than in Europe. You yes. are a different person because you are tall.
1: You're saying Europeans are taller? No,
2: yeah, Europeans are taller. That's why a lot of my friends think that you are from Europe. I don't in it's general, because of my height. Well, no, because of the way you look. Somehow you get the euro vibe.
1: I'm a little French looking.
2: Oh, love. That's, a little, French. that's that's what some people think, okay. Okay. But yeah, you are taller than the average American. I think so. Yeah. I know so. I think so. Okay. You are pretty tall.
1: So She's fired up. She's ready to meet Caleb in person. She wants to touch him. And she wants to have someone in her life who supports her. It's been 13 years in the making. And even though it's COVID times, she feels like we just got to meet already.
2: Yeah, totally. 13 years in making. It's time. Please.
1: It's time. Okay. But there's a little hesitation. She's a little nervous because Caleb doesn't know how little Alina really is.
2: Well, he knows she is a little person. Yes. She told him thirteen years ago. So full transparency. Yes. He knows about some of her struggles. Yes. But maybe he does know the full picture because I think it's hard to even think about it if you've never experienced it.
1: Sure. And Hearing it and thinking about it is definitely a different yeah. than experience it in person.
2: Listen, the fact that she lives on her own—I mean, with Elijah—but still lives on her own. She drives a car. She travels. She can do a lot. Oh okay, right? yeah, she's an
1: independent woman. Yes,
2: thank you. But she still needs some help. So sure. hopefully, Caleb will wrap his mind around it.
1: We can only hope. Yes. So new day. A few days before Alina heads to Turkey, she's with her dad, Alexei, because she wants to see her parents before she leaves.
2: Alexei and Natalia.
1: You got it. Because they tend to baby her a lot, she hasn't been completely honest about her travel plans. But now's the time to come clean. They know she's going on vacation. They just don't know why. So she reminds them about Caleb. She says, I'm actually going to Turkey to meet him going to see about a guy and her parents are immediately like does he know about the wheelchair does he does he know this is how you roll and She's
2: like, people are gonna bang you up at the airport they're gonna kill you yeah very dramatic is
1: like turkey is not very wheelchair accessible okay but alina doesn't care so her mom's like All right, you don't care about that. How about the fact that meeting a stranger in another country during the pandemic isn't the best idea?
2: Someone you met on the internet.
1: All solid arguments.
2: Someone's watching Dateline in Russia.
1: (laughs) All solid arguments, but still Alina doesn't care.
2: Well, again, you've been talking for 13 years. Yeah. It's time. It's It's time. time. It's
1: time. We think it's time. We support it. But then we also learned something. Alina met another guy online. He was from South Africa. They met in Russia. She fell for him hard. So Alina went to South Africa to meet up with him again, but she was ghosted.
2: Yeah, he never showed up. He kept coming up with stupid excuses. Mm. And it's sad.
1: So Especially because they banged. Once. Did they? Uh, that, I don't know if they banged, but they met up. They had a nice time. Yeah, enough, we, saw,
2: we saw some pics. We saw some pics, pics.
1: Enough that she was willing to fly to South Africa. True. I, that can't be easy for her, mm-hmm. right? She goes through all this, gets ghosted. It scarred her. It scarred her. And she hopes Caleb won't be a repeat of that, but she's got confidence. She's willing to do it.
2: Listen, that, that experience would scar anyone. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: no matter, yeah, no matter who you are, what you've been through, putting yourself out there like that, the time, the money, the effort, the emotion to get stood up, good, I'm glad she's back in it, she's ready to rock. She wants to meet Caleb. For she's sure. excited, so noon night we see Caleb lighting a bonfire outside his house. His fire pit's got a leather sectional around it.
2: Please talk about this segment because I watched it twice. And I'm still not fully sure what he's doing. Let me see what I, let me tell you what I saw. Perfect. He drew a pic. Yes. He threw it into the fire. He was hoping for the best.
1: More or less, I think you nailed it. (laughs) On a
2: a leather sofa outside. Well, the
1: leather, the leather sofa, at first you go, what's this guy doing? And then you think, well, you know what? If you're going to have a sectional near an open flame, leather is the material because it's not flammable. So it's. It's not? No. I mean, if you have a microfiber by there, I think it's going up in a second. If, True. You, if you have the sofa that Ron and Betty have on their front porch around a fire, <laughs> call the fire department. That's, a, that's an accident waiting to happen. I, the leather is much safer.
2: <laughs> I just think his parents were about to update their living room and <laughs> said, hey, Caleb, do you want this? And Caleb, oh, sure. But I already have a sofa. Like, let me put it outside.
1: Let me put it outside. It's a large sofa. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's a sofa for someone who has friends or family. Caleb, a lot of empty seats around that bonfire.
2: Well, we don't know.
1: A lot of empty seats around that
2: bonfire. (laughs) So
1: here's what I got. (laughs) He's sitting there. He wants to set some positive intentions for the trip, so he whips out his Mead spiral notebook. Shout out to middle school, and he starts <laughs> doodling in it. He's speaking gibberish, talking about his intentions, the focus, the meaning, hoping all that will carry on with him to Turkey in a natural, cosmic way. Rips the paper out, throws it in the fire, makes a wish, and that's that.
2: Maybe that's how I should be making my wishes. Oh, <sighs> I do! I do the clock wishes.
1: You 12-12. 11, 11, yeah, and
2: I always pause ju- my life for a minute and make a wish.
1: What's your success rate?
2: It's pretty good. So,
1: if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it.
2: Plus, I'm we not don't really we don't really have
1: open flames around our place <laughs> or a leather sofa. So that's
2: very true.
1: Stick with Both. what you're doing; it seems to be working.
2: Yeah, I'm loving I'm loving my system. I'm loving it. You too. should you should do it
1: no, too. I don't I don't make wishes really.
2: I do make wishes. Uh, uh, luckily for you, yeah, I make wishes for you.
1: Yeah, like on my birthday, when people light the candles, like, make a wish. I you always, don't? I close my eyes, and I wish people would stop making me make wishes.
2: You are so weird.
1: Let's keep going. Okay. Cut to the next day. Caleb gets a message from Alina saying, we need to talk. So I'm freaking out. I'm thinking, she's calling it off. Oh, my gosh. This isn't going to happen. 13 years is going to turn into 20 years. Who knows? They Skype. Turns out Alina's very excited about the trip. Caleb's very excited about picking Alina up. So, something
2: she doesn't <laughs> what a, what usually a allow. Great. I mean, listen, guys do pick girls up. As we said in our live last yeah. night, you do give me a piggyback, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know, yeah, <laughs> around I don't the pick apartment. you up. You jump on my back and yeah. we run around the apartment sometimes.
2: We love it. Around the kitchen island, it's yeah. the best. Yeah. So, guys do pick girls up. Sure. We have this really cool wedding photo where you're picking me up. Not piggyback, right? Just a nice pickup. Why didn't
1: we do a piggyback wedding photo? Right? That's so much more us than like the romantic me carrying you by the bottom.
2: Oh my gosh, it would be hilarious. It would
1: have been so good.
2: We should recreate. We can recreate. Maybe for our 50th anniversary. I can jump on my walker and... Oh. (laughs) But anyways. Yes. Picking picking your girlfriend up.
1: Sure. It's
2: not a big deal, but I almost feel like (sighs) it came across weird because she is a little person so he's fetishizing does he, does he think oh she's like a plash animal you just
1: pick mm-hmm. up I think he's fetishizing it a little bit because you think so I don't think that's something he would say to a five foot seven girl oh I can't wait to see you and pick you up
2: <laughs> right <laughs> I guess
1: so uh, I don't I don't know how to feel about this I think he met this girl and he fell in love with her because they talked for years and she is very beautiful I don't think he's just into little people, but it did come across strange. He's like, I can't wait to pick you up. That's, his, that's the thing he's most looking forward to.
2: Well, Alina was, was like, uh, I don't usually let people pick me up, but sure. Yeah. You can pick me you, up. You, you have can. my permission. Yeah. So weird.
1: So then Alina gets serious. She says, I need to tell you something. Elijah, my friend, he's, he's coming with He's coming to Turkey, which is a boner kill because even though Caleb, I think, has some Steven with a V tendencies, I don't think he wants a threesome, at least not with Elijah.
2: At least he isn't open about it if he does.
1: Not yet. But this is where I think if Elijah is gay, and again, I'm only saying that because he got away with calling Alina a bitch, Mm -hmm. come out and say, oh, you have nothing to worry about. It's not like. We slept together or had a relationship, right? Like, he's literally just a friend. He assists me. I'm sure he
2: knows it because they live together. Although, 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 in the previews, we saw that there is something Alina's hiding.
1: Uh, Did you see it? No.
2: It was in the previews. I don't know what you were doing. Mm. Maybe you had to hit the restroom.
1: Maybe her pussy doesn't have Wi-Fi. Maybe that's the big reveal.
2: Okay. (laughs) well, I do think that they have a pure friendship, regardless of him being gay or not, because they live together. He helps her out a lot. They are in a band. Right. Right. So I don't see a big problem. Him going with Alina. Caleb should actually appreciate it because there is a lot he'll need to learn and having someone to help him or to show him. Dude, appreciate it. I don't think he's gonna be with them twenty four seven.
1: Who knows? I'm getting Debbie vibes when she went with Cole and Jess, where they all shared a hotel room. Yeah, they all shared a hotel room. (laughs) It was a little uncomfortable. I don't know. Alina's mom apparently was her idea. She didn't want Alina going alone, which I get. Oh yeah. If there weren't a camera crew there, I would say, okay, uh, you don't want your daughter going alone. They're going to have production. There's going to be a crew there. But sure, Alina's got some challenges that Elijah knows how to assist in. So I get it. I get it. But Caleb feels like I should be the one stepping up and helping her.
2: And he can. Elijah is just going to be there as the extra level of security.
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's see. This could be a lot of drama or it could just be one more BFF In the band. Could be great. Who knows? We're going to see. So that is Alina and Caleb.
2: And I love it.
1: I love the whole thing. I love that we're going to see a little person dating a person of average height because love is love. It's another example of how we always say, doesn't matter what country you're from. You're you're from Czech. I'm from America. We're we're still people. It It doesn't matter if you're four feet or six feet. You're still people. So it's just another example of people being people being people and love being love. And I love love.
2: I love 100%. Love. And let's not forget that Alina is doing this because she wants to do it, right? No yes. one forced her. She seems very confident. She seems like she's enjoying her life. She's enjoying herself. She's so doing it. She's doing it. And I hope we'll have fun. But I also hope that everything works out for them. Or at least... Yeah. I hope that whatever happens with them that Alina's just gonna be happy. Yes. You know, whatever the outcome is.
1: Alina, don't break my heart because I love you right now, and I don't want you I don't want to regret that because you seem like a good, a good egg. Yeah. A good person.
2: But I'm there for it.
1: All right. Shall we move on to our next couple? And this is a again, it's a new couple. It is one familiar face, but it's a new couple. It's Kim. Hit me with the stats.
2: Kim, 50, San Diego, California. Love
1: it. And?
2: Usman, a.k.a. Socha Socha Boy. 32, Nigeria, Africa.
1: There we go. So, Alina's pussy's got Wi-Fi. Kim's pussy's got dial-up.
2: What's (laughs) dial-up? You
1: know dial-up. The old days, you plugged your internet into the phone jack. It was like... No? No. All right, well...
2: Like I went for it. Like you wire, flat. like you wire your Wi-Fi. That's it's wired internet. Okay. It's
1: old. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. You all. You know what? Cut that joke. Cut that joke out. Cut that joke out. <laughs> okay. So, do you do you think baby girl is watching this season? Oh yeah. Just oh, hate, yeah. Just hate watching it. And you it? know what?
2: I can wait for. Her contacting Kim, telling her all the shit about Usman and they're going to form a club because I don't know if Kim and Usman will be successful, to be honest. Listen, I'm here for it. I'm here to watch. I don't think they'll marry because he married BGL Uh, and that did not work. Did not work out. So I almost can see the anti-Usman club.
1: Here's the sad thing is... Kim and Usman this season is making BGL relevant again because now people are talking about her. And right before we sat down to record, I got a notification. She's live right now. She's Uh. going live. So she's got this newfound, I think, fame (laughs) around her. I'm
2: kind of here for it. Uh, Listen, she's a talking uh, pack of cigarettes. Absolutely. I'm kind of here for it. All right. I'm kind of here for it. All right.
1: But let's focus on Kim right now. All right. Okay. We meet Kim. Michael Jackson, super fan.
2: Since she was 13.
1: Mm-hmm. She's got a Michael Jackson sculpture. Okay.
2: She has a whole MJ collection, including a tattoo. She's got a
1: tattoo. Can't beat it.
2: Let's not forget about the fedora. This Ooh. fedora, unlike the one that Natalia's <laughs> boyfriend wears. Johnny, uh. This one is actually signed by MJ. There might be some sweat on it, too.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually a,
2: it's an OG fedora.
1: Yeah. It's a cool fedora. If, if there is such a thing, Michael Jackson can pull off.
2: And then she has a tattoo of the fedora Woo. and the gloves Woo. from Billy Joe. Billy Jean. Oh, <laughs> Jean. <laughs> Billy yeah. Joe. Someone yeah. else.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Billy
2: Jean. Not, not my, my lover. lover. Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, do you know what Kim and Michael Jackson have in common?
2: Oh my gosh, you're doing it. <laughs> okay, I play, I'll play. Okay. No, I don't.
1: Kim and Michael Jackson, what they both have in common. They both like younger boys.
2: hmm You said it.
1: I was gonna mean that. Teresa told me not to. <laughs> She's a little too aggressive. A
2: little, a too, little aggressive. too aggressive, but-, but
1: we know I'm not saying he slept with little boys. He very well may have, but we know he liked little boys because he hung out with them. And Don't Kim,
2: justify. Let's just let's just say it and leave it out there.
1: Kim likes little soldier boys.
2: She loves younger dudes. I mean, he doesn't? Boys. I feel like a lot of older ladies love the young meat.
1: Uh huh. That fresh meat. Okay, so we learn a little more about Kim.
2: Yes, Kim lives with her mom and her cats.
1: Shout out to Sally. Don't know the cat's names.
2: Who's Sally? Mother
1: Sally. Kim's mom's oh. name is Sally. Somebody else's mom's name is Sally. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. Hello. Spoiler alert.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, she lives with her mom because she's her mom's primary caregiver and also her BFF, her best friend forever.
2: And she has a child, 25 years old, Jamal. Jamal. And Mm -hmm. Jamal is her biggest accomplishment. Yes. I love how proud she is.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, she was married for 20 years, but... Her husband was cheating on her with apparently a ton of other women.
2: He could not stop cheating.
1: To be fair, I don't know that I could be married to someone with a signed Michael Jackson fedora. So I don't totally blame him. I think Kim's has a love affair with MJ that her ex could not compete with.
2: Okay. You gotta help me here a little bit. But Mm -hmm. I do have... Oh, boy. A seal photo. A photo of an actual seal. Wait, the singer? Kiss
1: from a a Rose? Oh, Hanson.
2: Hanson.
1: Okay. Well.
2: Uh, You married me, but you also gave it to me. I got
1: that. So (laughs) I'll use the royal. We, Teresa and I, but mostly Teresa, has a unhealthy obsession with seals.
2: The animals. Not
1: the singer. And that's fine. Okay. We love it. We donate to the seals. We have a... A wall of seals. We
2: adopt seals. In our
1: closet. We honor the seals. We hang up their (laughs) pictures and we think about them and we do what we can. And Teresa loves it. So one day at an old job of mine, Hanson. Hanson, (laughs) mbop.
2: Hanson, yeah. I used to love the song.
1: Used to love Hanson. They came for some reason to play at our office. (laughs) And afterwards they were just hanging out drinking beers with us.
2: It was in New York City. It was in New
1: York City. And... I don't know why I did this, but I printed off my favorite <laughs> seal picture and I asked one of the Hansen brothers, I would be lying if I said I knew which one it was, but I asked, Hey, my, I guess you were my girlfriend at the yeah. time. My girlfriend loves seals, loves you guys. <laughs> could you sign this seal picture? And so Hansen autographed a photo of a seal.
2: <laughs> did he say anything?
1: No. No, nah, they're probably, like, used to signing boobs, but I'll sign this seal picture for you <laughs> if I have to.
2: We have the seal picture. We better. Oh, yeah. We better. We sure do. Okay. So, listen, I have some uh, NOG piece.
1: Yes. Yes, but you did not get it tattooed on your body. No, yet. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Spoke too soon. So, Kim had her relationship. It's in the past, but she's moved on. She found someone new singer rapper from Nigeria an international superstar Usman Omar aka Soja Boy
2: who stole the name from the actual Soja Boy stole by the, way. the
1: name stole the name of his new song Zara
2: also shout out to the store my favorite clothing
1: store love it also not an international superstar that's a bit of a stretch. I went on Spotify because it shows you how many listeners an mm-hmm. artist gets. Really? He gets, he gets around okay, 4,000 yes. 4, monthly listeners on Spotify. Hmm. Not that much.
2: Not international, but I'm sure 90 day helps not, him out.
1: No, international he is. Superstar he is oh. not. <laughs> not even a star. Okay.
2: I mean, 4,000 is 4,000. Let's not mock.
1: No, it's fine, but it's, it's not superstar level. I would not say. But, well, that's
2: why he's on another season. Absolutely.
1: Got to get those numbers up. He's not a superstar, but she is a super fan. She knows all the words to his songs, which is sweet and sad at the same time.
2: She's driving down the street, just like rocking the song, wearing the T-shirt with his face on it.
1: Not the worst song. It's No My Pussy's Got Wi-Fi, but it's not the worst song. I was kind of bobbing my head to it. <laughs> and we learn they met on social media, of course. She messaged him saying, huge fan. They ended up talking for three hours that day. And since then, they've developed a very close friendship.
2: Friendship.
1: Friendship. They talk every day. And it is a friendship, but it is potentially blossoming into something more.
2: So Kim thinks that they're dating Soja Boy. She doesn't know about Soja Boy. He calls her the potential girlfriend.
1: (laughs) A very romantic title.
2: I don't think you're dating Kim.
1: I have a feeling Usman has about 50 potential girlfriends. Oh, yeah. Kim is one of many.
2: Uh, I feel sad for her because, you know, she's an older lady. Mm. Meaning Older meaning she's not in her 20s.
1: Mm.
2: I'm an older lady. You're getting up there. (laughs) She's an older lady. She has a mom she takes care of. She has a son. This dude is... I don't know. Like, what, what, what just, are you doing, Saman? She's your potential girlfriend. You're dragging her to Tasmania. Oh, Tanzania. I'm sorry. Tanzania. Tanzania to help you record a song. Exactly.
1: He's clout chasing. He's you trying to get on TV. You're going to have
2: two different hotel rooms because you still score... Scarred from BGL. Ooh,
1: blame it on BGL. Oh yeah. oh,
2: yeah. Blame it on BGL. That could be another song. That should song. be a song. Get raw out dog. of here.
1: Raw Dog. Doesn't want to get raw <laughs> dogged again. <laughs> blame it was on it BGL. BGL? Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Because
1: her friends were like, you going to bring condoms? She's like, No, I like the raw dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was her. Uh, you keeps, John keeps joking about it, and I forget who said yeah, it. Yeah.
1: BGL's. Uh. BGL's pussy doesn't even have dial-up. It's like a rotary phone, I think. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyways, first I thought Kim is BGL 2.0. I know. But she seems like a nice uh, lady. Kim, she, don't
1: make us regret this. see her going
2: I think. Don't so make far, us regret this.
1: So far, she seems this. very nice. Yeah.
2: But also, Angela used to care for her mom, too. So. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. No, We gotta gotta see. (laughs) We're gonna see. We gotta see. So far, so good. So, New Day, one week until Kim goes to meet Usman in Tanzania. She's taking her mom for a walk. She's feeling guilty because this is the first time she's gonna leave Sally since she became her caregiver. But she's got a family friend to come take over. So that's good. They start talking about Usman. Mom is not thrilled with Kim's choice.
2: I love the smart parents on this
1: show. Someone's gotta be smart. It's never the primary cast member. Mother Sally, very smart, recognizes Usman is a bit younger and worried Kim's going to go over there, there's going to be no chemistry, it's just going to kill her. Which is
2: interesting, she said it. She's not worried about, I mean, I'm sure she is, but she didn't say, oh, he's going to use you to get to the U.S. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's going to use you for money. She said, I'm worried there won't be any chemistry.
1: I'm sure Kim paints Soja Boy as this international superstar who probably has millions of dollars Mm. and doesn't need money and has a great life and drives his Mercedes over it. So that's probably not a concern of Sally's. It's it's probably really the love connection. Or not. Or not. So Kim gets all emotional. She's crying. This is her final chance for love, she's saying. And Kim feels like Usman's different. I trust Usman. And I'm going to put my faith in this journey,
2: oh Kimberly
1: I wonder if I wonder if Mother Sally watched Soja Boy in the last season. That would be interesting. We know Kim mm-hmm. for sure did oh yeah, did mom watch because that would cause more red flags, I think
2: I almost you know what. When you just mentioned that BGL went live, I'm very curious to see if she was talking about what Kim was saying about her, because Kim was basically saying, oh, yeah, BGL hurt Usman so bad, but I'm better than her. Mm. I can make him happy. Oh. I'm very curious to see what BGL is doing right now, what she, she's been sharing on social media.
1: I'm sure we'll find out.
2: Oh, we sure will. That's my plan after we're done recording. Yeah, If
1: any of you guys watched the live, let us know. So, New Day, Kim's meeting up with her besties, Alyssa and Vanessa, at the beach. These girls look more like her daughters mm-hmm. than her friends. Looks like when Danielle goes to Ocean City to meet up with Alexis <laughs> and Michelle, right?
2: Hey, there is no age in friendship.
1: No, I'm just saying.
2: Once again, just, just we notice. have a friend who's a up, up there in age. It's just observational.
1: It's just, yeah. it's just an observation.
2: We have Bob. Okay. <laughs> we have
1: Bob. <laughs> so we find out Kim and Soja Boy... They are getting two separate rooms in Tanzania. Of course, this was his idea.
2: Because once again, he was really hurt by his ex-wife, BGL. Okay. I still can't believe he called her baby girl, Lisa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Kim doesn't love this idea, but Usman feels more comfortable with this.
2: By the end of the vacation, he'll be sharing her room. That's what she said.
1: No oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. So they start talking about the song for the video he's shooting, Zara, of Mm -hmm. course. And Alyssa and Vanessa, being a little bit of detectives here, they're like, Zara, that's a girl's name. "Eh, That's a girl's name. And they get a little suspicious. Okay. Who's this girl that he's potentially writing songs about? And they start talking about, well, Kim, you know, maybe you're not the only one. You're getting up there in age. You're too old to have kids. And- Kim says something pretty shocking, something I did not expect.
2: Me neither.
1: If they get married, Kim would allow Usman to marry a second wife so that he could have kids. Alyssa and Vanessa, like me and Teresa, speechless.
2: But let's not forget that it's his culture. It's not like something they'll make up, like they'll be married and he's going to have a side chick with kids. That's normal in it. His culture, at least she made it sound like it.
1: Right. But that's not her culture. So the fact that she's so cool with it is a little surprising to me.
2: I mean, she'll adjust. There are people in America living this way. Shout out to the Mormons.
1: (laughs) It's your culture to (laughs) let fish swim around the bathtub. I'm still a little skeeved out by that. Wait for it. Just because it's your culture doesn't mean I'm totally comfortable with it. What are you
2: talking about?
1: I'm not totally comfortable with it.
2: No, no, no. It's your culture too.
1: It's more your culture.
2: No, it's your culture. Okay.
1: I've never had a fish in my bathtub.
2: No. But oh, you mean.
1: You're you mean Jewish. Judaism. Yes. Yes. yes that I still. Have you
2: seen the book? It's a Jewish book, book that's called Carp in a Bathtub. Saw
1: the book. Love the book. Read the book. <laughs> can't get enough of the book. Still haven't had a carp in my bathtub. <laughs> but this comes up. Everyone's surprised. In Kim's defense, go, she goes, it's not like it's a threesome. To me, I'd rather it be a threesome. Uh, let me get involved. I would rather be involved than just you go off with some guy and bang him while I'm at home. Let me get, I mean, not necessarily with a guy, but let me get in there. At least let me keep an eye on things. I'm
2: sure they would live together.
1: But she's, she's saying a threesome is worse than just.
2: Oh.
1: Ooh, it, it's not like it's a threesome. It's not like the three of us are having sex. That's way better than just Usman I mean, banging another may. chick. What You may. Yeah, yeah, she may get involved a little. I mean, bit. I'm never sure else.
2: he is begging chicks as we speak. So, oh,
1: a lot of potential girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So, a lot. Kim, she has to. It's too much for her. She breaks down in tears. She walks away. She's not getting the support that she was hoping for. But through her tears, she's saying, "I don't know. I don't know if I'm comfortable with any of it. I'm scared to death. I don't know what's going on. What I'm doing." And that's where it ends. And that's why I say, you know what? So far, I like her more than I thought I would.
2: Well, I like her more than I liked BGL. But let's wait for it.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm definitely waiting. I've put my foot in my mouth enough. I'm sure by episode three, I will regret that statement. But or so not. far, so far, I like her more than I thought I would.
2: Yes, I agree. I have to say I agree. I expected someone like BGL with mm-hmm. black hair.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So Team Kim, as of now. Let's as see. of now. Let's see. Okay. Let's talk about
2: Ooh. Uh,
1: an early favorite of mine.
2: Gino, the naive. Naive. Season. Naive Gino and Jasmine.
1: So Gino, 51. Michigan. Kent, Michigan. Michigan. Jasmine, 34.
2: Panama City, Panama.
1: So we meet Gino. And he's roaming the aisles of the pharmacy. Reminds me of Kevin in Home Alone trying to get a toothbrush. (laughs) Is this toothbrush approved by the American Dental Association? This This was the vibes I was getting from our boy Gino. And he goes up to the cashier and is like, sir, sir, do you mind if I ask you some questions? Which really rubs me the wrong way. Okay, I hate when people do this. I know you do it. Sorry, hate's a strong word. Don't say... Do you mind if I ask you a question? That's a question. You just asked a question. No, you
2: know why I say it. No. To prepare the person that I'm about to drop a question. So, so just go
1: up there and go hi. Excuse me, I have a question.
2: Yeah, that's what I say. No,
1: you say, "Can I ask you a question?" That's a question. No,
2: I say, "Can I have a question?"
1: That's not even proper English. Okay, <laughs>
2: maybe that's not what I say. You say, no, "You, no, you say, can
1: I ask you a question?'"
2: Yeah, I can ask you a question.
1: That's your first question. You've already asked a question. Can oh. I?
2: Is this is just what I do. Oh. Sorry,
1: guys, it's a pet peeve of mine.
2: Or maybe I say, let me ask you a question. It that's depends. Better.
1: That's better. I like the, the aff- affirmation, the, the, yeah, that's better.
2: Or you know what I say at work when I'm thinking about it right now? I say, let me ask you this. Mm. That's, my, that's my line. That's
1: better. That's better. But
2: Let s- me ask you this.
1: Sir, do you mind if I ask <laughs> you some questions? He doesn't mind. So he's like, I'm traveling to Panama. Do you by chance know if there's anything I should take?
2: Also, this drugstore—I feel like it's Italian, don't you think? I think he like lives in this Italian neighborhood. He's Ooh, very Italian. Yeah, Gino, Gino Marco—this whole vibe—they mm-hmm. sell all kinds of things at this drugstore.
1: Sure, there's like yeah,
2: like there was like little bodegas, you know, mm-hmm. but Italian. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm just making this shit up. But totally. That's the vibe I was getting. All
1: right, let's roll with it. So the cashier's like, yep, we have our Panama checklist right here. Let's go through it. Let's make sure you get everything you need. You're going to need some alcohol wipes. Definitely going to need some Imodium
0: mm-hmm. for
1: the, uh, you know, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we learned Gino, not a big traveler these days, but he is going on a big trip. So he's stocking up. And one thing he's looking for is lotion for couples. Some couples lotion.
2: What could that be?
1: The cashier's like, okay, yeah, let's find some romantic stuff. Ooh. So they start looking at different things. And Gino's like, what's this warming stuff? And the cashier's like, You ever have cinnamon on your tongue?
2: You ever Gino, let me ask you a question. You ever lick
1: a penny? You ever, you ever touch your tongue to a battery, Gino? That's that's like what it feels like. But on your penis, okay? Gino needs to go to Adam and Eve. Like, forget CVS or whatever the store he's (laughs) at. It was
2: not CVS. Walgreens,
1: like wherever. Dwayne Reed. Get this guy to an Adam and Eve. Very uncomfortable segment, but very hilarious segment.
2: How do you know about Adam and Eve?
1: You don't hear the ads? Oh, all the time. All the time.
2: Not an ad. Not an ad. This is not an ad. I wish it was an ad. This is not an ad. That would be great. That would be a great ad.
1: Um, and Eve. (laughs) Come on. So Gino gets home and we see he basically sustains on TV dinners and anti-diarrheal medication.
2: Is he? basically lives in the sixties.
1: Yeah, he's he's stuck in something.
2: It's very sad. I like someone. It's not eating- sad. I
1: love that for Gino. Ooh, that dude, That's all dude. he wants: a simple life, some TV well, dinners, yeah, an so ugly couch. Says, but that's all he wants. That's and, not and the, love the of his healthiest
2: life. thing. I mean, no. I get it. Get a pizza once in a while, but. Dude, at least make yourself some eggs and some salad. Yeah. he's not that expensive. He's eating hungry
1: man's seven days Uh, a
2: week. I I can't even look at the food. It just makes me sad. Okay.
1: So here's more sad. We learned he was married before. His ex-wife is from Sao Paulo, Brazil. He worked as an engineer there. For
2: six months. That's how they
1: met. And they flash back to all these photos of him from 20 years ago. And in every single photo... He's wearing his hat.
2: <laughs> well, he it's said so it. Good. <laughs> he said, "I started going bald very early on."
1: Oh yeah, but the hat he wears looks like he's trying to disguise himself. Like that's the hat you wear when you're going undercover. It's not a fashion hat. It's like no, if you're famous and you go out on the sidewalk in New York City, like you put that hat on and like sunglasses.
2: <laughs> he looks like a pale. A pill? A pill. His head looks That's like interesting. a pill. That's interesting. He's so oval. We'll
1: get to the pills. Let us get to the <laughs> pills, okay? Don't rush it. So we learned Gino brought his ex-wife to the U.S. on a K-1. They were together for seven years, but they lost the spark, so they got divorced. So now he's single, looking for love not having any luck locally, so he hits the international dating apps.
2: And he met jasmine You know what that's from? No. How I met your mother when Lily met the stripper that looked like her.
1: And they stuttered like that?
2: Yeah, they were like, welcome, j jasmine <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lily was so turned on by uh-huh. her. Yeah, that was a good episode. So she's 34, as you said, lives in Panama City, American lit teacher, one of the smartest girls Gino has ever met. So we cue the sexy jasmine montage: boobs, butt, brains—way out of Gino's league.
2: We didn't see the brains; we just saw the boobs, the lips, the fake hair, the eyelashes. One
1: photo where she was wearing glasses—that's brains to me. That's how you telegraph brains.
2: Or that's how you telegraph that she can't see you well. Yes,
1: (laughs) maybe that's why (laughs) she's with Gino. (laughs) He hasn't paid for her LASIK surgery yet. He's paid for everything else. Well,
2: he better not.
1: Get this girl some LASIK. (laughs) Right. That's very true. So Gino thinks she's his soulmate. So he bought a flight. He's going to go see her over the holidays and he's hoping to return engaged.
2: Also, fun fact, based on the timeline Gino was discussing this was happening exactly a year ago. He said, going there for holidays, leaving next week. We are a week away from the holidays. It's a fun fact. Yeah, just a fun fact. Just something, me being a little detective and paying mm-hmm. attention to details.
1: I like it. I like it. Here we go. It. I like when TV shows line up with real life.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And they do that a lot, obviously, with sitcoms and stuff. They play the Thanksgiving yeah. episode around oh, Thanksgiving. Sure. But something like this, it's nice because... You connect to it a little bit more. Oh, they got the Christmas tree. We got the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. We're about, it feels like we're in this together.
2: Yes, guys, you heard correctly. We have a Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. With one ornament. A single
1: ornament <laughs> from the Czech Republic.
2: Yes, my mom sent it to us. What is it? It's a nutcracker.
1: Yes, beautiful. Love it. But yes, thank you guys for asking. This one is not from Costco. Because no, we
2: got it from the Christmas tree farm.
1: Outside of a Lowe's. Uh, Home Depot parking lot. Beautiful. Um, Very similar, though, about the same height, three, four feet.
2: I think it's a little taller, just a little bit.
1: But Costco stopped selling them, at least near us.
2: Yeah, they stopped selling live Christmas trees.
1: But we're good. We got it. It's up. got
2: it. It's beautiful.
1: Looks beautiful. Thank you for asking. And
2: it smells beautiful. I know
1: it was a point of contention last season, but it is here. We love it. We'll post
2: it again. We'll We'll post it. We'll post
1: it again. Okay. So now we cut to Gino showing off his drug stash. About a hundred pills of knockoff Viagra.
2: His penis will never go down after he takes all the pills. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to hold his jeans because (laughs) from what I saw, his jeans are like three sizes too big. So
1: you got to keep some room. Good things. Make room.
2: Don't Don't you say in the U.S. We say it in the Czech Republic that grandpa's. Take Viagra so their sweatpants don't fall off.
1: That's hilarious. We don't say that. We okay. usually don't talk about our grandfather's erections here in the States, but I know Europe's a little wilder. Uh, that's a good one. Thank you.
2: Oh, you're welcome.
1: But uh, Gino goes, I've, I've already trialed these, so I know they work. <laughs> I feel like that's his idea of a crazy Saturday night. Like a couple glasses of chocolate milk and a handful of generic Viagra. And he is good to go.
2: Oh my gosh, I can't.
1: <laughs> he did have two bottles of lubriderm next to his bed, which was disturbing. A little disturbing. I mean, two- unless you,
2: If you pop the pills, but there is no lady, what do you do?
1: <sighs> you, you pump some lubriderm into your palm and you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so- I wonder
2: if he keeps his hat on.
1: Oh, of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. So then Tony and Lori come over, Gino's brother and sister in law. You're so right. All these names Gino and Tony and Marco. Yeah. Oh,
2: he's so Italian. Love it. Gino, Marco, Lori, Sandra. Okay. Sandy. Oh. Okay. Maybe not Sandy. Maybe not Sandy. Oh, maybe Sandy is the American, but
1: so, hey. Tony and Lori come over. They're celebrating the holidays a little early since Tony or since Gino's going to be gone. Tony got Gino a table made out of a whiskey barrel. I love it. It looked like. Love it. He does need new furniture, but I don't think that's helping his vibe. I no. don't think that's the table that's gonna elevate his living room.
2: Also, we only saw him drinking chocolate milk. I don't really see him as a whiskey <laughs> guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that Gino drinks chocolate milk.
2: Who drinks come chocolate? On, he's adorable. I think it hates chocolate milk. I've oh, had I it once.
1: Youhoo? Oh, give me some Yoo-hoo. Never. Oh, come on.
2: Give me a pure milk straight from the cow. Nah, well, a
1: little bit of that too. But, okay, (laughs) they're there. They're all concerned about Gino's bald head, right? They're all like, oh, does she know you're bald? And the way he wears his hats, you can see he's entirely bald. He's trying to hide it, but he rests it on his head, covers like the back of his head. You can totally see he's bald.
2: Also, hey, there are bald men who are sexy. He just need to step up his outfit game. He
1: could pull off a bald head.
2: Uh, not in that outfit, Uh-oh. but if someone helped him Uh-oh. out a little, he could possibly. Possibly. Or get like a fedora or something. Oh no, my get like God, a you and the hat. fedoras. No, but I don't like these hats.
1: No, I'm, I'm telling get you. get a cool hat. Get a cool hat. So Gino goes, I'm packing three of my favorite hats. I already, wow. told, I already told Jasmine, I'll always be wearing my hat except when I'm sleeping. So Gino tells his brother <sighs> and sister-in-law, he's got... Some Big plans, he's planning to propose to Jasmine because they want to have kids sooner than later.
2: J- 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 Jasmine, okay, isn't he 50? Is that what I said?
1: He's 50, he's oh. he's he's getting up there.
2: He's, I mean, he better bank her as soon as possible. Hello,
1: well, he's got the pills, he's ready to go. <laughs> so, they're Tony and Lori, they're very skeptical, and rightfully so. But Gino doesn't want to pass up his last shot at true love and a family. So he's all in. He's ready for it. So new day. Five days until Gino goes to Panama. He's ordering some food. Some fish, chips, cheesecake. This dude has never cooked a meal in his life.
2: Oh, for sure not.
1: We learn Jasmine's a vegetarian. Okay, she's ripped. She's very health conscious. Vegetarian. Gino lives in the frozen food aisle of Aldi. (laughs) So, this is gonna cause some friction in the relationship.
2: I mean, dude, get blue apron or something. Try to live a little healthier.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His diet is. I mean, listen, heart
2: attacks are real.
1: Sure are. They sure are.
2: Like eating from a box or from restaurants all the time. That's just sad, dude. Cook something for yourself. Right? Cooking is fun. Speaking of. Myself, Mm -hmm. the self-proclaimed chef.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we love to cook it up a little bit. So Gino FaceTimes Jasmine to tell her he ordered food because apparently Jasmine keeps a very tight leash on Gino, even from Panama. Gino has to tell Jasmine where and when he leaves the house, where he's going, what he's ordering, what he's doing. She needs to know everything.
2: And this is where I got the creeps. We saw a screenshot of Jasmine asking him, where are you? Report and the police girl emoji. Oh. I would literally be like, uh, hello and goodbye. Do not talk to me again because that's crazy. Wait, so you what, are was, crazy. what was
1: the emoji for, do you the, think?
2: She said report and the police girl emoji after. Like report where you're at.
1: Mm, like you she's the police, or yeah. oh, mm, no, I saw it. I it's like report to me where it. you're at. Yeah, so Jasmine. Jasmine's definitely got some issues, and here's sort of what I think. She's a beautiful girl, way out of Gino's league.
2: Well, he's making her
1: making her beautiful, paying for yeah. But uh, forget the boobs, the lips. I think she's
0: oh, very attractive, yeah, she right?
1: way out of Gino's league. So why would a girl? like that, be with a guy like Gino? I think because she's got some confidence issues and she thinks, well, if I'm with a guy like Gino, he's not going to cheat on me. I'm the best thing he's ever had. He's going to kiss my feet. Like, he's going to worship like he's me. Submit. Yeah, he's going to worship me. If she was with a Brad Pitt, well, now this guy's got options.
2: Well, she's not that good looking.
1: But fine, if she was with Jesse, Okay. Okay. He's got options. He's with Jennifer. He could mm-hmm. be with someone else. Now she's got to worry. And I think that's really what it comes down to is her lack of confidence. Her, her issues are, are keeping, uh, are, her issues are what's causing her to be so uptight and so overprotective and wanting to know where he is at every second and what's keeping her, I guess, from exploring outside of Gino I think that's it I think she thinks this is a guy who won't stray I'm the best he can get and I don't have to worry about it yet she still worries about it
2: that's an interesting thought luckily you have a lot of confidence because you're with me yeah
1: and but we do things to build confidence and trust and they're not I think well we we do track each other's phones but we don't do that out of insecurity we do that out of security, out of sec- we want to know <laughs> oh, you made it to where you're going or whatnot. But yeah, this is, this is messy. This is red flag central. And they get into a fight because Gino goes to this restaurant to pick up his food and he asks the waitress her name.
2: Which, why?
1: You don't need to know the waitress's name, but fine.
2: He's Some being, people are these, doing these, what do you call it?
1: They're just friendly.
2: Well, yes, but. Dad friendly? Dad jokes? Uh, Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, Gino's a 50-year-old guy. He's probably lived in this town. That's why I said it. Yeah, he's probably lived in this town forever. And this, some people are friendly. I don't think he was wrong. I don't think he crossed any lines. No,
2: I don't think so either, especially the way he did it. That was fine.
1: But she freaks out, hangs up on him. This is probably why Gino eats so many TV dinners, just to avoid... The drama of the cute waitresses. <laughs> like I'm just at home eating my hungry man. Leave me alone. Maybe pop a couple pills later and rub one out. Like that's because if he goes anywhere, if he goes to the bar or the bowling alley, it's just going to be issues.
2: I don't think he can go He to cannot. The bar.
1: He cannot. So she hangs up. Gino calls back and is like, I don't need anyone else. You're the love of my life. And he's not lying because that's what she's stored in his phone as. I think it says love of my life. Jasmine, love of my life. And Gino feels like, She's just jealous because how in love she is with him. And he hopes it'll be less of an issue when they're together in mm-hmm. person.
2: All I have to say about this is Jasmine, his name is Gino, not a gigolo. You have nothing to worry Ooh, about.
1: You write that one yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. You write that one yourself. Mm-hmm. I like Look it. Look at me.
1: <laughs> so, new day. A few <laughs> days. A few days until Gino leaves for Panama. He's getting very excited. It's almost time to smell jasmine, but before he can go and get a good whiff, he's meeting up with his uncle Marco and Marco's girlfriend Sandy. They're going to shoot the shit. They're going to shoot some pool, and we meet. We meet. Marco and Sandy. And I love that Sandy has subtitles. <laughs> Sandy is like the female Bojangles. Love it. When an American has subtitles, you know it's good. You know they've lived a life.
2: I love Marco, too. Marco's looking good.
1: Marco is great.
2: great. All I want to do is, like, Marco, make me some pizza.
1: I just want. He to like, looks
2: like someone who makes pizza. Okay. Like margarita.
1: I mean, he works at a car place. But sure, I'm sure he knows how to at least put a frozen pizza in the oven. Shout out to Gino.
2: It's almost like every Czech person knows how to make schnitzels, right? Yeah. Even if you don't cook, you know how to make schnitzels in potato salad. Mm-hmm. I think like every Italian person knows how to make margarita pizza. Okay. This is just me thinking yeah. out loud.
1: All right, just stereotyping. It's okay.
2: That's so. not stereotyping. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I think every Italian knows how to make pizza.
2: It's I'm saying every Czech knows how to make schnitzels. Yeah, which
1: is a stereotype.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, people.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they, I'm sure they will.
2: <laughs> but, anyways. They are playing a really cool pool. Yeah. You see the pool table made out of an old car. It's like a
1: car. (laughs) Love it. It's very cool. We learn Gino and Marco became very close when Gino's dad passed away last Christmas. Very sad. Um, And so it's like Marco's taken over the father role.
2: He is the uncle dad.
1: Uncle dad. And as uncle dad, he's a little concerned about Gino's trip.
2: Rightfully so.
1: Marco's like, you might wake up at a hotel with a roofie.
2: Someone's watching Dateline here too. Good. Good.
1: You said I was going to say the hangover, but yeah, (laughs) very concerned. And of course, Margo also thinks maybe it's a scam. Maybe Jasmine just wants to come to the States. But Gino says no way. But Sandy is like, well, she's getting money from you. And that concerns me, especially... Since you aren't working.
2: And we have a scam. (sighs) Maybe not scam necessarily, but we have um, a...
1: We have a Caesar situation.
2: Yes. I'm thinking of a word I wanted to use, but it's not coming to me. Okay. Well... We have a motive.
1: Oh, we have a motive. (laughs) We have a motive. Okay. We learned Gina was laid off due to the pandemic.
2: Seven months ago. Seven months ago, he's been unemployed, living off of his savings, and also helping Jasmine. Yeah. But, well, wait a minute, he's not helping her with food or living; he's helping her with body improvements. Mm-hmm. He got her some boobs and eyelashes. Bad man. Bye-bye. hair and I don't know what else, but...
1: Yeah, he goes, I've been very smart with my savings. How is that smart with your savings? It's
2: the opposite of smart, Gino.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I feel bad. Like All the necessities. He's
2: basically saying, oh, I managed to save up a lot of money, so I'm okay being an for a while. Meanwhile, spending it on unnecessary things for Jasmine. Right. Listen, if she was really struggling, she couldn't pay her bills, and he loves her. I can see that. Okay. Okay, I can see that. But paying for fake hair, Mm-mm. please, Mm-mm. please.
1: And you're gonna spend a lot, Gino, bringing her to the states. The visa, oh, yeah. the travel. Save up for that. Invest oh, in yeah. that. That's that's money well spent. But getting her bigger lips. Come on, come on, man. Um, okay. So, Gino does say, if all goes well, he's gonna propose to Jasmine in Panama. And Sandy. Sandy can't believe it. She looks like she just found out her favorite cracker barrel is closing. She looks so upset. (laughs) Right? She's like, what? So she throws out the idea of a prenup. And Marco's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll see her true colors when you mention a prenup. If she flips out, no go. No go. And they're both just like, no go.
2: I mean, prenup for what? For his unemployment salary?
1: Marco. No go. Marco. (laughs) No go. That's pretty good. It's a new game. It's a new game we just came up with. Okay. <laughs> new day. 3 a.m. in the morning. Gino still wearing his hat, brushing his teeth.
2: Did you see the bottle of red wine? Oh, yeah. He was drinking from like a water glass. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bottle of red, empty bottle of hand moisturizer. Mm-hmm. We know how Gino rolls. So he totally sleeps in that hat. It may be surgically attached to his head. You know how there's hair implants? Mm-hmm. How about hat implants? Just implant the hat on your head. How
2: hat. about he spend the money on himself and get some hair implants? Look at that listen, she had hair. You don't need long hair.
1: Right. Short he's-
2: hair is popular right now. He should have got himself. I'm kind of surprised. Hair.
1: Yeah, he's so worried about his baldness. He's been bald for decades, and he doesn't want to spend a little money on himself. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Listen, as he said, he lives a very simple life.
1: Hmm. Sure does. So. It's the day Gino is going to Panama to meet Jasmine. So, knock, knock at the door, Uncle Marco. Uncle Marco to the rescue, driving Gino to the airport. And of course, Marco drives a minivan from like the late 80s. His pool table is a cooler car than his van is, <laughs> but he's there. They get to the airport, Uncle Marco getting all emotional, making us all very emotional. It was very sweet. And Gino's at the airport and he gets a call from Jasmine. Once again, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, this is not going to be good. But it's good. She's ready for him. She's excited. I thought she was going to call and say, don't come. But no, she's ready to make love to Gino like two wet animals. Mm -hmm. Like two wet animals. And let's think about this. It's pretty impressive that she called Gino. At 3 in the morning, because she she's awake. She's excited. She's waiting. Unless she just got home from the club or something at 3 <laughs> in the morning and gave him a call. It's like, wow, she's awake. She's excited. She can't sleep thinking about him. That's a good sign. It's a good sign.
2: That's a good sign. Well, we'll see. We saw some previews, some juicy previews from which she seems to be into him. But there are going to be some issues. We hope. And we are here for it.
1: Okay. One more couple?
2: One more couple to go.
1: Hit us with the facts.
2: All right. Memphis, not from Tennessee. This gets
1: very confusing. <laughs> Can we just be very clear? This gets very confusing.
2: Me- okay. Memphis from Muskegon, Michigan.
1: M&M. And M.
2: And Hamza from Tunisia. Memphis, 34. Hamza, 28. All Memphis, right. two kids, two different guys, mm-hmm. single. Okay. Hamza, Just living his best life.
1: All right. (laughs) So Memphis is going to travel to a Muslim country. So of course, she's lingerie shopping. She's got to get the necessities. Classic. classic. She describes herself as a spontaneous, fun, single for about four years. She's dated around a lot. She was being a little wild. But she's putting that behind her because she's met a special someone.
2: She has a girl, 13, and a boy, 6.
1: Kennedy is her 13-year-old daughter. I don't know the son's name, but yes, he's six. And we find out some nice things about our friend Memphis because she's a hard worker. She's a smart girl. We learned she put herself through school.
2: She got her master's degree and works as a nurse practitioner, which is awesome.
1: One of the most solid jobs that's ever been on 90 Day Fiance, I would say. Very true. And of course, she tried dating locally. That didn't work out. So she hit the international dating site, and that's where she met Hamza.
2: Instant attraction.
1: Instant. So Memphis FaceTimes Hamza, and she puts on a little bit of a shower show.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. First she said, oh, I love how he talks to me, right? So I thought, okay, maybe he can speak a little English, and the text messages are (laughs) a little broken English that makes sense. But hey, we learned that Hamza, all he can say is big boobies and sexy time. Oh, yeah. That's where his English begins and ends. Sexy time. Yeah. want to do some sexy time in my shower hat?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's very sex forward. Memphis, definitely going to OnlyFans.
2: Also, all these women, very bold, mm. be showing your mm. body to someone you don't know. He could be recording this whole thing because you can't record your screen, people.
1: Forget showing... Her body to Hamza, she was at that lingerie shop dropping like it's hot, like a leather thong, showing it to the world.
2: I mean, listen, no shame. She's
1: confident, and I like that. So we'll see how that plays with Hamza and his culture. I mean, he seems seems to love it. Seems to love it. Seems to love it. So cut back to Memphis with her friends. She's telling them about her timeline for Tunisia. She's got it all plotted out.
2: I look cracked up because... Her timeline is amazing. Ah,
1: this does not seem like a girl who got a master's degree. She's
2: like, I won't, like, I'm not crazy. I won't marry him right away. I'll marry him the second week. The first week I'll get to know him. The second <laughs> week we'll get married. And the third week we'll do the honeymoon.
1: And the fourth week we'll get divorced.
2: Get out of here. Yeah. Oof, girlfriend, you don't need to. <sighs> you
1: have you a good life. This. You got a good life. You got a good life. Prison Mike. Um, we'll talk about, we'll talk about prison in a second. Prison mom is what we'll talk about. No, it was actually prison dad. It was prison dad.
2: Prison dad. It was
1: crack mom. Um, (laughs) But Memphis thinks like if we speed this thing up and we get married, we can skip the K-1, we can do the spousal visa. It'll be easier for Hamza to come to the States. So she's got an idea in her head. She's got a plan. Just don't know if it's the best plan.
2: I think the strategy behind it. Makes sense. The spousal visa, I think, are faster. Mm-hmm. But meeting someone you only know for a week in person. What is this? A weekday fiance?
1: Hello. It's a new show. Probably, it's probably huge, coming to it's TLC in fast. January. Yeah. She's being emotional. She's not being rational. We're, we're forgetting, I think, because I was. She's got two kids mm-hmm. and she now wants to have them have a new dad in a week. That's a little trouble.
2: New dad who speaks no English, who she basically <laughs> she just, doesn't just, know at all.
1: Just gonna walk around her kids saying, sexy time, sexy time. <laughs> That's concerning. <laughs> this is concerning, Memphis. Okay. So her friends were like, How do you know he doesn't just wanna come to the States? And Memphis is like, Well, I've tried all different flavors of men, white to black to Mexican, and American men, they can't even keep up a good morning text for a month. You can. Forget me. <laughs> Let's talk about Hamza because he doesn't even know how to say good morning. How is he going to keep up a good morning text for a month?
2: I'm, I'm thinking, is there an app where you type it in your language and it sends it oh, in English? Because they've Shark been tank. talking in English.
1: Shark Tank. I'm pretty they're, sure it they're, exists. I think there's translating. Apps. Yeah. But I also think she's using his lack of English as a pass for him. So. If he doesn't text good morning, well, he doesn't speak the language. He doesn't know what to say. That's a pass. Like, I think the fact that he is not an English speaker or confident in the language, it's a pass. It's an excuse. And she's using that excuse mm. to to get get by all the things she doesn't like probably about him or the relationships. Oh, well, he doesn't speak the language. Oh, he can't text me. Oh, it's okay. He can't call. It's like, all right. Well, Possibly. you'll see. You'll see. So... New Day, Memphis is at home, and her mom, Deborah, comes over to bake some cupcakes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. The relationship wasn't always great, but now they're working to mend their relationship and create the mother daughter bond they never had.
2: And here's the story that I do respect Memphis. Her mom did crack, Mm -hmm. her dad was in prison, they've been moving around. Sometimes they didn't have a roof above their heads. Yeah. And when she was 11, they took her away. She was in 12 different, what do you call it?
1: 12 different foster Foster homes. Foster homes until she was
2: 19. It's
1: crazy. So if
2: you think about this, fast forward to her being a successful person with a master's degree, a great Great job, job. two kids. Yeah. That's that's the only reason why I'm thinking, why is she on this show? That's the American dream.
1: Right. I mean, she's clearly probably has some issues growing up in all those different foster homes with parents in prison on drugs. Like, she's, well, she's probably got some issues. She
2: says, well, I, maybe it's because of my childhood, but all I want is to have a full family. I want to have my person. I want to have a complete family. Yep. I haven't found it in America. I'm going abroad, which yeah. makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, guys, if I'm not... Here next week on the pod, it's because I googled how how do you make crack cocaine, and we might have a knock at our door looking for me because I was just curious. Her mom was addicted to crack. I was like, Oh my gosh! We all know what cocaine is, but like, what's crack? How do you make crack? So, how I googled it. Okay, it's it's cocaine and baking soda, and then and then you create rocks out of it. Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're cutting we don't,
2: we don't need to know. You're
1: cutting cocaine with You don't
2: center. need to know. I, you we know, don't need you to know.
1: know I'm a curious person and I had to do yeah. my research.
2: No one needs to know.
1: Okay. Well, now you guys know. But that's Memphis. She's been through a lot.
2: She sure has.
1: i am not very hopeful for this relationship. It's probably one of uh, my least yeah. hopeful of the relationships.
2: Because it doesn't make sense.
1: Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. She's got a lot going for her here in the states. She can't even communicate with this guy properly, and I know you know language shouldn't be a barrier for love, but I don't see love at this point.
2: I mean, it did work out, like the bee people, the beekeepers. Oh, Yeah, Marcel can speak mm. a little English now. They're still Anna kicking. And
1: Marcel, yeah. then
2: Paul and Corinne. Uh, who knows? That I mean, that would have considered crazy, that working you know? out. Yeah, but. There was a language barrier, and how many kids do they have, like 59?
1: I think 50 is 59 <laughs> or 60, yeah.
2: So it's possible, but I don't see it. I don't
1: see it, but I'll be happy to be proved wrong.
2: Oh, for sure. As long as
1: it's love, we're here for it. Definitely. Okay. So then we have Mike and Jimena, Ella and Johnny, and Ben and Mahogany coming up next week, I hope.
2: I'm super excited. We We've seen preview of all these people but mahogany. We only saw a photo.
1: So this is either going to be a Andrew Amira where they don't actually ever meet in person Mm. or it could be a David Lana where Lana makes a grand appearance at the end and we're like, oh my God, she (laughs) does exist.
2: (laughs) Like looking 15 years older than her photos.
1: They should remake the (laughs) Eminem commercial where Santa Claus comes in and the Eminems are like, he does exist. And Santa looks at the M&Ms like they do exist. And it should just be Lana and Dave. Like she does exist.
2: I don't think I know the oh, commercial. Oh, it's a great
1: holiday commercial.
2: With sure, M&Ms? With
1: M&Ms and Santa Claus. Oh. I'll show it to you. It's a great commercial. Okay. Okay. Neither here nor there. What a great episode. Loved it. What a great season premiere. <laughs> love the couples, love the storylines. I think it's only going to get better.
2: I'm very excited. I'm genuinely excited about this season, guys.
1: Reinvigorated. And it feels so good.
2: Oh, it sure does. It's our guilty pleasure.
1: It's not even, I'm not even guilty. Just Just our pleasure. Pure pleasure. Pure pleasure. So thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys are excited about this season. We sure are. Make sure you guys follow the podcast. Wherever you're listening, it's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah,
2: guys, smash it like it's as hot as my smash it like it's hot shirt.
1: Speaking of that shirt, it is one of the merch mm-hmm. offerings we have. You can find the merch at marriedrealitypodcast.com There's a link, a little button for the store. Check out the merch. Get some if you want. Perfect holiday gift for yourself or for a loved one. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod because we're going to give away some merch. Yeah. On the Instagram. So make sure you're following for that. And thank you guys again for the reviews. Beautiful reviews. Thank you, Kelly's. We love that. Kelly's 2424.
2: 2424.
1: Love it. So if you haven't let the review be like Kelly's, and please do. And that about sums it up. I've said it all. Have you said it all?
2: I've said it all.
1: All right. That means we will talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.